Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Boss Rush Podcast, a great place to play games and be better. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Garrigan, alongside me, Ryan Shotgun this week. PC Muscle Race himself, Laron Dawkins. Yo. Hi, Laron. Hey, Corey. What's I, up? What, what, what's what's this? No, what's popping? Uh, I don't know. It feels it feels kind of it feels kind of odd when it's just us, you know. Yeah, that's fair. It feels it, it feels kind of odd. No, you know, Stephanie ditched us tonight to be with her. Right. You know, do the women's panel thing that's what? going on. What is up with that? She has you know, she has nerve. She has real. She has some real nerve. Look, it's it's fine. You know, they they have friends. You know, Celeste and Stephanie and everybody on the women's panel. They've got friends. You know what, Laurent? We got friends. I hope so. I hope so. We're, I mean, we're, we're, we're our own I guess friends, we're, I guess. yeah, I was just about to say we're our own friends. <laughs> oh, man. How's, how's the week going, man? How, how's, how's your week? I still, I, I feel like it's still a continuation of the last week, which the last week was kind of, was just like stress and no fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I hear you there. It's been a pretty stressful couple weeks for me, too. Uh, <laughs> So we're getting ready for vacation, which is why we're kind of recording two episodes at once right now, mm-hmm. uh, just so everybody can kind of have a week off next week. And uh, yeah, but, you know, due to scheduling and uh, the magic of editing and stuff, you'll never know. Unless, that we, unless, told we, told, unless we tell you. <laughs> oh, man. I am uh, I am behind um, on the editing of uh, last night's crossroads. So so like it's not going to be it's not going to be officially crossing the finish line until tomorrow. Yeah, it's fine. You know, it's it's fine. Yeah, it's it's OK. Uh, but Laron, we're going to knock out some patrons real quick. Let's do it. Can Let's just, do it. Uh, move my laptop over here. So here's the thing. Here's here's the big deal right now. I am like we're recording. I'm using my at home laptop as a kickstand for my work laptop while I'm using my PC as a streaming device for the women's panel. <laughs> it's just a mess over here. Uh, this but, does not bode well. No, it's fine. Look, it's it's fine. It's all good, man. It's all good. Uh, if you want to support us over on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash Network, where you can subscribe to us monthly for early access to our podcasts or the $5 tier, which grants you early access and a Patreon producer credit. Uh, you get early access to five shows, including the Boss Rush podcast one week early, uh, yes. Boss Rush After Dark two weeks early, Expansion Pass, Talk the Walk, 1v1. Our Patreon producers for this episode of the Boss Rush podcast are Adriel Munger, Austin Campbell, Celeste Roberts, my wife, Sana Dierig, Francisco Santillan, Rebecca Jewell, and... Our newest Patreon producer, Christian Skipper. All right. I want to thank all of our Patreon producers. I want to thank all of our patrons. I want to thank all of our free listeners. Remember, all of our content remains free. We just provide you with a few perks if you support us. If you are a free listener, leave a five-star rating and review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, like the video, leave a comment, all those good things. Oh, Laron, what are you what are you doing with your life? What are you playing? What are you doing? What are you watching? Star Trek, uh, right? I saw something about Star Trek somewhere. Yeah, Star Trek Prodigy, uh, like the second half, the second half of the first season started back up uh, last last Thursday, and Star Trek Lower Decks wrapped up its third season last last Thursday. Hang on a second. Oh no! 
Here he goes. Rolling away. Coming back. Uh, um, it's getting warm up in my room, so I just turned my fan on. Oh. Ah. Yeah, but um, but yeah, so so yeah, so start so Star Trek Prodigy, start out with a bang. Uh, Star Trek Lower Decks went out went out pretty nicely. Can't wait for the new seasons. You know, whenever 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 they come back, because it looks like after Prodigy wraps up, it looks like we're going to be in a deficit of Star Trek until twenty twenty three. So there it goes. Mm. They spoiled. They spoiled the hell out of us. Like they, they just ran every Star Trek series back to back to back. As soon as one was ending, one, the next one was starting. You know, it was, it was it was glorious. I I haven't I haven't had that much new Star Trek in my life in forever. Well, I mean, I think that's the thing, right? They're kind of doing the Disney Plus Marvel Star Wars thing, where like when one ends, another one begins to try to keep you subscribed, right? That's like Pretty their much. thing. And so it's like, what Star Trek? What's what's that's on Paramount Plus, right? What's Paramount's mm-hmm. other big thing that they're trying to keep you subscribed with? Uh, let me think about this. Because um, honestly, like Star Trek is the only thing I, have, I, I worry about on Paramount Plus. Um, right. I mean, I guess Halo. Got, uh, yeah, there's Halo, but Halo's Halo's on on break. Even though yeah. um, I know they've gotten a sec, they've gotten approved for a second season, but we we don't know if they're getting approved for a third season. Um, but I mean, they've got they've got the other like CBS shows, so like. So right. like you know like Blue Bloods Equalizer, Blue um, Bloods, yeah, the Tom Selleck show, yeah, uh, the top show, yeah. I, I just um, haven't, you know, heard uh, that. All those F- all those FBI shows, uh, that show Evil, which my um, Evil and 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 FBI and, and all the FBI shows, like my um, my personal trainer's been getting me trying to get me to watch tonight, and it's not that I don't want to watch them, I just haven't made the commitment to watch them yet. Right, hmm. and I need to start. What I need to do is I need to start watching um, the the interview with the vampire uh, series that just started, as well as the Quantum Leap reboot. I need to start those. Oh my gosh, that Quantum Leap reboot! I saw a commercial the other day that was like really creepy. It was like about the Exorcist or something. <laughs> it was like really creepy. So, uh, let's see. What have I been doing? I mean, I've been I've been I've just been packing and getting stuff ready for vacation. Uh, I have been playing a lot of Near though. A lot of near the game's really good so you're muted Laron. did you start any bayonetta 3 <laughs> uh no i did not i so this is what i was talking i was talking to ed the other day i was like i f- kind of feel like if i don't finish the other two i kind of feel like a poser for starting three <laughs> you know oh you never beat the first two no i didn't i don't i mean i like bayonetta i don't care like i just I don't know. I feel like I don't. I feel like I have to be in the mood to play those games, those types of games, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm already playing one action game <laughs> right now. And uh, I don't know. That's just it's just not that being near. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That being near. And I'm also trying to finish Link's Awakening. Now, I've also gotten hooked on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one and two HD again for some reason. <laughs> And you're playing that on the Switch too, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, but the thing is, they had they gave it a 60 frames a second patch, so it runs really smooth on the Switch. On the Switch? Yeah. All right. Yeah, in handheld mode, it runs at 720p, 60 frames a second. I'm like, sweet. Play this all day. Uh, okay. And then for some reason, I re-downloaded the the Madden. Uh, 23 trial from because if you're a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber, you get 10 hours of free Madden. (laughs) 
So, <laughs> yeah, uh, how many hours did you run through the first time? Uh, so I played two games the first time, which ran about an hour. And then mm-hmm. I've played about five games now, which is about an extra three hours. So I've got like five hours left. Um, Madden's still not very good. And every time I play a game online, somebody ends up quitting. So uh, that's fun. No big shocker there. No. I'm just too good, man. Just too good. Uh, no, I just it, it's it's just one of those things where like as soon as you make like a good play on someone, they just like disconnect. Like if they're trying to like chuck the ball down the field or whatever and you intercept the ball or cause a fumble or something, they're like, bro, I'm disconnecting. Or if you score on your first drive, they're like, I'm disconnecting. Yeah, I think everybody's, I've, a big, everybody's a big fucking baby on it when it comes to sports games. Yeah. And so I think I've completed out of the what five games I've played online. I think I've completed one. So that's a shame. It is. There needs to be some sort of disconnect kind of thing, but there's not. There's no there's no penalty for quitting. There's not even like a be. Like you don't even get a loss on your online profile. You don't even like. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like at best that's what, especially if they can determine you're habitual. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. the The only thing they give you they you have a disconnect uh, a did not finish percentage. Yeah. But you have to dig into the person's profile to find it. They don't put it like straight in your face, and it's like. Mm. So I went to the, like one of the people that quit. I went to their profile. And looked at their disconnect percentage, and it was like seventy something percent after god they quit on me. Damn. I'm like, oh my god, dude, seventy percent, seventy percent. It's like there's no penalty for that. No, there there is zero penalty penalty for it. So, uh, but yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, but my wife and I also watched this show on Hulu called Reboot. It's like this. It's a sitcom that's like. They're rebooting an old '90s sitcom, but trying to make it yeah. more serious and whatever. It's really funny. Have you paid it? Have you paid attention to? Because I'm, I, uh, my boyfriend and I are watching it too. Have you yeah. paid attention to the titles of the episodes? Yeah, they're all uh, they're all sitcoms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, pointed, I pointed that out to my wife on the third episode. I was like, I think all these are named after sitcoms. I think all the episodes are named after sitcoms. She's like, hey, you're right. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm always right, except I'm, <laughs> except I'm not. But anyways. Uh, but it was really good. Uh, we finished it. Oh, you finished it? Because uh, yeah. we're on episode. We're on episode four. Yeah, it's it's really good. It kind of ends abruptly. Like, oh really? Does I think there's like there's not going to be another season or or no. It, so not that abruptly. No, it just the thing is is like the last. It's one of those things where like the season finale could have probably been like three episodes and it was one. You know. Uh-huh. They try to they try to cram too much into that last episode and it just was like, meh, you know. Uh but yeah, it's uh it was good. Now we're trying to find a new show to watch, but Dead to Me's third season on Netflix comes out when we get back from vacation. So which has uh Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini in it. And uh we really like that show. It's just it hasn't been back because of the pandemic. It's been off yeah. for like two years. So, isn't um, Kristen Applegate going through some stuff now? Isn't like she's having like a hard time walking or something? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. I thought I saw, I thought I saw something. I thought I saw something on that. I, I, I like don't 
don't don't don't don't quote me on it because like it could have just been some random shit that I just mis misread or misinterpreted or something. But I think yeah, I think she's I think something's going on with her. Like huh. she's having like a like a like a physical ailment. Huh. That's that's sad. Um, I hope not. But you know, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, man, that's that's kind of it. Uh, work. I've been working a lot lately. Work's been super busy. Uh, we added yeah, a new, same. we added a new podcast to work. And so we've been trying to schedule guests for that. Plus mm -hmm. like there's <laughs> the, let's see, this is the fourth event in four weeks and there's one, there's another event the week I come back from work too. So it's like, or from vacation. So, so it's been super busy. I mean, that's good. I, I would rather be busy than not busy, but it's, uh, taking up a lot of time and kind of stressing me out and it's fine though. It's all good. It's all good. Work is work. Uh, yeah. Oh, I also forgot to mention that I'm, I'm still working my way through the uncharted, uh, the uncharted legacy of thieves collection. Yeah. Um, if everything goes right, I should have like uncharted four beaten by, by Friday. That way I can get into the lost, into the, uh, lost legacy because, uh, because, uh, because like if, if no one realizes this, like last month was basically nicknamed Broketober because yeah. there's so many damn games that came oh, out, you know, over the course of over the course of October. And this week is only this week is just gonna, this week is going to be like like the the calm before the storm because like this week this week has some games releasing, but you know, like it's not really anything that you know it's not really anything that that you know is like making like people's like bank accounts like tremble in fear, you know, unless yeah. of course Harvestella is your thing, you know. Which yeah. I'm not, which I'm not, I'm not clowning that game in any regard, you know, um, but um, but yeah, like it's the calm before the storm because next week is God of War, yeah, and uh, and you know, like it 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 goes downhill from there. So basically, I've got this video game roadmap right now where yeah. I've got to beat, I've got to beat Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, then I got to finish uh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, then I then I jump straight to god of war because i never beat the original god of war the 2018 god of war um and speed run that quickly because my roommate is buying god of war ragnarok for ps5 so by the time i beat god of war he should have beaten god of war ragnarok and then we didn't and then i basically continue playing god of war ragnarok and that will coast me right into december when the callisto protocol comes out hmm. and the callisto protocol will hold me over until dead space remake comes out in january mm-hmm yeah, there's a there's yeah, a lot I coming. A, out. I have a roadmap. I, have a roadmap. I so, so if we do this right, I'll I will actually have a total of six games beaten before before 2023 <laughs> rings in. Oh no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I uh, I've Here's been. Here's my question though. Here's my yeah. question though. The Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection. There's two games on that. Do mm -hmm. I count that as three games beaten? <laughs> no, no. You get two. You do get two games. You don't get three. Uh, <laughs> although I did hear that Sony is playing around with the idea of porting the first three games over next year. So that'll be cool because they, because they realize they shot themselves in the foot. There's a reason why the, the, there's a reason you know why what they should have, you know what they should have done. You know what they should have done. They, that like in January or February, they should have released the first three games to get people ready for this collection on PC. Uh, yep. Yep. Those first three games are so good. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, two I and think... three are amazing games. 
I, I think I was telling Andre and Stoy this because like uh, because like last week's uh last week's crossroads we talked about how like Uncharted the Legacy of Thieves collection was underperforming on PC for Sony and it was like it was the first game that you know like technically underperformed because like now Sackboy Big Adventure is uh, underperforming like it's horribly underperforming but then again I didn't see Sackboy really pushing units on 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 PC honestly yeah, yeah. but um but I but I said like you know like if, if Sony hadn't if when Sony released the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection for PS5, like, you know, if they had any idea that they were going to be so delayed for so long, you know, with the getting the PC version out, because, like, they, they basically made it seem like we are going to get it by the beginning of summer uh, for PC. Mm-hmm. If they And and I also have theories, because I thought Nixus was handling the port of this, but no, it was Iron Galaxy, which Iron Galaxy is not, is not a bad company, but Mm-mm. we all know, like, Nixus is who you want to have <coughs> doing your ports right now. We, we all know this. Yeah, uh, especially, but, I mean, like, you bought Nixus specifically to do that for you. Yeah. I, I yeah, wonder if but, it was, I wonder if they were already be, under contract with Iron Galaxy. Uh, it may be, but, you know, Nixus is, was is, was busy doing the Spider-Man games. Yeah. And I think Nixus is also handling the the report the port of Returnal mm-hmm. for PC. Yeah, plus, like, Adam Boys is, is, you know, over at Iron Galaxy, and he's old sony blood so they probably still have some sort of relationship with them to do things for them if they need to mm-hmm. um so yeah so um so yeah so that's that's so so anyway so that's my logic for why it possibly took so long for the uh, legacy of thieves collection to come out for pc mm-hmm. because like, i mean you got you you and stephanie know this like i was i was bitching and yelling about that game coming on pc just as much as i was bitching and yelling about advanced wars dual uh, uh boot camp mm-hmm. uh reboot camp coming to coming to switch yeah. Um, but um, but yeah. So, if they had any idea that the game was going to miss its original like early summer deadline, they should have they should have just thought about porting, you know, like the Nathan Drake collection. So we get three games to tide us over until until like the game finally arrives, you know, like eight months later, you know, the game right. that we really want to play because I because re- I think it just hurt them, you know. Right. And you know, and also, and also to be honest with you, PC gamers. They've seen they've seen how fast like you know Sony wants to get certain games out after they release on on console. So it's kind of like you need to stop jerking us around. You know, yeah. you need to you need to legit like like take it a little more seriously. I'm not saying like release day and date, you know, same time because yeah, software piracy is a thing, especially on PC, and I get that. But you know, at the same time, like you don't want to lose momentum on these games, or you might as well just just hold on to these games three years, you know, while you know to get interest back in them. Yeah. Because I guarantee, I guarantee you, like uh, Spider Man sold Spider Man sold well, but that's because it's a it's a it's a four year, yeah, it's a four year old game. Right. Miles Morales is going to sell well because like we're riding the momentum of the Spider Man uh, remastered for PC. Right. Um. But um. But. Returnal's gonna sell well because like everybody's heard about how balls crushingly hard Returnal is on PlayStation, so so PC gamers want to like you know like get get their palates wet with that one, right? Um, and so uh so so yeah so I feel like they and and the Uncharted and they and they keep saying that the Last of Us Part One remake is coming to PC soon. As a matter of fact, it'll probably be out by December, by December to get ready for the January fifteenth you know like launch of right. uh, the uh, the series. Yeah, yeah, that seems like that seems like a good week to put it out. Is that like the week of or the week before that show comes out, mm-hmm. or like maybe like that 
week that first episode comes out, you put the game out or something. I don't know. Let's yeah. see. I, they got. I I think they got to do something with that because I think that's important. They need to, yeah, they need to. They need to just. I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying they need to be like, like, like in a hurry to get the PC, the PC ports out. But you know, like Sony sees when people want to play these games, like they buy these games and they play those games because Steam DB doesn't lie. You know, when it has concurrent users, you know, you know that right. stuff doesn't lie. You know, right. Um. So. You, I don't know the Japanese, the, the Japanese, the Japanese companies. Now, and I'm saying Japanese companies meaning Sony and Nintendo. Like they, they both have their, they both have their shortcomings mm-hmm. when, yeah, when it comes well, to like how they, how they market, how they sell, and how they, and how they basically handle the, the fan base. Yeah, well, we we know Nintendo's shortcomings all too well. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think. I think that uh, The Last of Us and Uncharted are just like, those are such pivotal games for Sony, you know, not just Naughty Dog, but for Sony in general, especially Uncharted 2 and 3. And then the first Last of Us are such, they they basically, I don't want to say they go so far as they saved the PlayStation brand, but they brought the PlayStation 3 out of like, you know, the dungeons of, (laughs) you know. The five ninety nine US dollars conundrum, and, and I think that I think that those games, uh, especially Uncharted. I'm not the biggest Last of Us fan, as you know, but like I think Uncharted is is probably my favorite PlayStation uh, series. Even though I think I think four is a little bit too long, uh, but two and three are spectacular games. Lost Legacy is awesome. Um, and I'm excited to see what they do with this fifth game because there is a fifth game in development. Uh, I don't know if you saw that going around. I but... saw that. I saw that. I don't, <laughs> um, I don't know if I, I don't know if I quite well. Well, I no, Sony. It. Sony is is starting a new development studio in collaboration with Naughty Dog to bring back a beloved franchise. That's that was their watch statement. It be, watch it be Jack and Daxter. Oh gosh, dude. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. I like Jack and Daxter a lot. The first game, I don't think that series needs to come back. You know, I think I think they got, if, way, too, they got way too loose with all those sequels. The thing, the thing is, like two and three were like GTA clones. Yeah, and like the I think the second best Jack game is the one that wasn't developed by Naughty Dog. It was the uh, you talking about the racing game. No, uh, Jack and Daxter Lost Frontiers, which was the fourth game that. I think the studio that did the fourth Sly Cooper did that game. Uh, it was for PS2 after the PS3 had already come out. Um, Why don't I remember this game? Because nobody bought it. It sold like it sold less than a hundred thousand copies. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, at this by the time it came out, people were actually starting to buy PS3s, and uh, why the, well, then why the fuck did they put it on the collect on the tr- on the tr- collection? Because it wasn't developed by Naughty Dog. That was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, the rumor is that the studio is going to be called Naughty Dog South. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. There's a Naughty Dog North. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, what Santa Monica, I guess, versus what 
San Francisco, I guess. Is, is Naughty Dog is Naughty Dog in California? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're in Santa Monica, <laughs> right Man, by Sony like, Santa Monica, and uh, I, feel the, like the, I feel like the lead host of the Crossroads Show should know this shit about PlayStation. I should, I really yeah. do. I know. See, I know a lot more about who, PlayStation who than I. That guy? I know. Uh, <laughs> I mean. We'll say that for later. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I don't know. PlayStation's an interesting brand, and I like as much as I like my Xbox Series X. And the only reason why I bought it was to play Destiny at sixty frames a second with my friends. <laughs> um, I kind of wish I would have gotten a PlayStation Five first. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just it's i i like what xbox has to offer right this the smart delivery stuff is super easy to use and like my playstation would just be a exclusive machine anyway mm-hmm. but playstation at least has first party games out that i enjoy and not yeah. that i didn't not that i didn't enjoy halo right like halo infinite was was good but i would rather play horizon and god of war than halo and forza mm-hmm. you know right. and I've just I've been really disappointed by Xbox's output. Um, and their two best games were Sony exclusives, right? Like uh, Deathloop just came out on Xbox, which I just downloaded on Game Pass the other day. Uh, and uh, what's the other one? Tokyo uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Doesn't come out till next year. And then you're going to get this flood of Bethesda games. And it's like, well, OK, that's nice. But where's like. The games I'm looking for from Xbox that are like Fable and I'm really interested to see what Perfect Dark is and I'm really interested to see what, um, you know, a lot of these other things that they're working on because they have like 30 games announced and none of them are out. How do you have 30 games announced and not out? You know, I mean, it's just. Yeah, yeah. I don't like I get like you want the studios to take their time, but you also got to have producers that like make sure these studios hit their timetables and you know i get that you you're spending all this time to try to save halo right now and uh gears is looking to be like shaping up to put out some sort of collection again and it's like i'm tired of these collections man all these games are backwards compatible they're all they all got the 60 frames boost they all got the 4k hdr auto hdr features like what do you need to do to these games you know, to make them Series X ready. Like, I, I get that, like, I mean, I guess it's the same thing that Sony did with The Last of Us Part 1, but it's like, what what more do you need to do to Gears 1, 2, and 3 that, like, you can't just play 4 and 5 and get, you know? It's, it's, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really just, I want something new from Xbox, and it's, upsetting it's just upsetting that you like invest in these consoles i mean these consoles aren't cheap you know and you expect something new and all i'm getting from xbox are like older games that look prettier and run nicer which i really appreciate but that should be like it should be like the 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 icing on the cake not the cake presented to you you know what i mean yeah exactly yeah so I, I don't know. I I know next year is a pretty big year for Xbox. They've kind of been making the round saying next year is going to be the biggest year for Xbox yet. Like I really, I really want them to succeed. I do. 
I do too. And like Hellblade looks really promising, you know, Fable, I guess uh, the rumor is now that the Microsoft is working with Embracer Group to have IDOS Montreal help them make Fable. They're already, ha- they already have Crystal Dynamics helping with Perfect Dark. And it's like, man. Didn't uh, Embracer Group just drop like one of the, one of the people they just acquired? Uh, I don't, I don't know, actually. I got, I got to check that. I saw something. It was like, it was like one they newly acquired. Maybe it wasn't Embracer. It was, uh, um, I got to check. I, 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 you know, I know that one of the studios changed their name. The uh, Square Enix Montreal changed their name, I think, uh, which would make sense since they don't, aren't owned by Square yeah, Embr- anymore. Embracer Group shuts down Montreal Video Game Studio. Which one? Uh, shutting down Onoma, a Montreal Canadian-based video game that acquired Onoma. Yeah, they just they just announced their rebrand like was, two weeks ago. That was that was Square Enix Montreal, actually. Yeah, they just announced their rename like two months ago. They shut them down. Yeah, yeah. This um, yeah. Jason Schreier reported this yesterday. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. They were j- they just. Man, I'm telling you, Embracer is Embracer. I'm telling you, Embracer. Like, are they about to be the next EA? No, what they're doing is they're they're acquiring IP, and they're gonna do what Disney is doing and say, "Oh, you want to make a Tomb Raider game? Here's the IP. You can make a Tomb Raider game." Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm telling you, I I think I think they're gonna try to. I think their their major pieces, which would be. Crystal Dynamics and IDOS Montreal, I think they're going to turn around and sell them for more than what they paid for them and keep the IP, which would really suck because Crystal Dynamics Tomb Raider games are awesome. But I still think Microsoft should have bought them. That that was my opinion. Uh, yeah, me too. Me too. And Instead that's the thing too. Like, I, I, I would have... For $68 billion... You like, read my mind. You could have bought... You could have you bought... And and they're all games that are missing, right? Third person action games. You could have had Tomb Raider. You could have had, uh, well, I guess not Hitman, but like you could have had like Guardians of the Galaxy. That contract. You could have had Deus Ex, which I know isn't a, isn't really, you know, a third person action game, but it's something that fits in your portfolio if you're looking at arcane games, right? Similar. Like you could have had that, and then you know, spent that other another $3 billion to get Bungie back and then spent a little bit more money to get IO interactive, which is someone I thought they should have purchased a while ago. Right. Yeah. Like, and instead you're going through this big stupid thing with Activision. You're you're doing it for what call duty and overwatch and Diablo that nobody (laughs) wants. (laughs) I mean, I get. I mean, Overwatch is popular. Don't get me wrong. They had 25 million players that first week and a half or whatever. But I don't know, man. I just feel like that was a that out of all the acquisitions, that was the first one where I was like, man, that that that's a questionable one, especially because Sony spent what three billion on Bungie. That was yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, I would have much rather. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. What went first? Was it was it the act? Okay, no, no. Okay, here was a sequence of events. They got ZeniMax Bethesda. Microsoft got ZeniMax Bethesda. Uh-huh. Sony got Bungie, and then next thing, and then within like what? No, what, like, no. It was 
Sony acquired like they acquired a bunch of smaller studios like Nixus and uh and Jade Raymond. Yeah, and Haven and they made that uh what's the what's the multiplayer studio they have a partnership with a Devast- devastation Devi- yeah, yeah, deviation I, deviation studio yeah, yeah. um and then, and then, um, then, then there's a they, they house mark they got house yeah mark. Yep. yeah and then there was a bidding war for bungie and so like microsoft and sony were in a bidding war for bungie mm-hmm. and then the whole, this activision thing came crashing down and microsoft decided to try to go after activision blizzard to try to save that company from looking like a dumpster fire and so instead of spending three billion on Bungie or probably they cut probably could have outbid Sony easily for Bungie. Mm-hmm. You know, I bet that price tag probably could have gone upwards of like 10 or 12 billion. Yeah. For destiny alone. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't mind the acquisitions, but there are certain ones that would have been smarter and, I don't know. Given Mike, given Xbox some content for Game Pass, that's not. <laughs> no offense to any games. I like indie games, but it just feels like there's no AAA to supplement the indie. You know, mm. like it's something. Uh, that's something I think. That's something I think about too. You know, like because uh, I also, I, I also don't have any type of like like ire towards indie games. Like I feel like I feel like some indie games are definitely you know like. Some mm-hmm. indie games actually keep these AAA plat- platform developers on their fucking toes. Like Can't Have Bridge of Spirits, for example, Death's Door. Uh, yeah. Like almost all that shit Devolver Digital puts out. Even yeah. even their shit, uh, even their shit that looks like you know, like it looks like a quintessential like indie title is like like this shit looks like fucking AAA. You know, stuff right. like that. You know. Uh, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, like instead of trying to woo these indies, instead of trying to woo these indies that you by putting content on your platform. Why don't you throw them a bone and give them like triple A money and see what the fuck they can do? You know, right? Yeah, it's just like, uh, man, and and like you look at something like I wish more companies would do what Nintendo did with uh, the developers of Cadence of Hyrule and Crypto the Necro Dancer, right? Like, I think if you gave Yacht Club something like Castlevania or Mega Man or something, they would knock it out of the park, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, anti-creates or way forward or some of these smaller studios that do great work in terms yeah. of, of retro style games. And I mean, look at look what Dot Emu did with Ninja Turtles, right? Like mm, those yeah. super those super uh, super awesome tribute to those old games. And it's like, I don't know, give them I don't I guess Streets of Rage is a terrible idea because they also did Streets of Rage four, but uh, you know, give them like a beat 'em a more beat 'em ups or something. I don't know. It's just yeah. I don't know. My I guess my point is is like I'm just kind of disappointed in my investment in Xbox because I expected so much more by now and like I've spent my money at this point and I'm not I can't get I, I can't get a PlayStation for a while not because they're not available just because like you know can't I yeah. can't I just can't afford to spend that money right now. So Yeah, but, um I mean, yeah, there's just, there's, there's, there's just wait. There's so much we could talk about, but yeah, like, you know, like, and you know, just seeing this whole pissing contest right now between Sony and Microsoft about the whole right. Activision thing, you know, like it was funny in the beginning, but now it's like, give us a fucking break, you know, like, and, and you know, like, I don't know. I feel like the, uh, I feel like the CMA, like the, the commission over in U- over in the UK that, you mm-hmm. know, is like, 
has got this. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they're just trolling Microsoft right now, or if there actually is a plan here. You know. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I hope Microsoft finds their footing because um, they have a lot invested in. They have like not mm-hmm. the box itself, but they have a lot invested in Xbox with cloud gaming and Game Pass and just all these other things. And uh, and that's the other thing too. Microsoft reporting that they're not making that they're that they're not making like the uh, we talked about it last night on Crossroads. Oh, they're um, not hitting their numbers that they wanted. They're not hitting. They're not hitting their numbers. You know, like this is gonna. Well, this they, is, this you is, can't hit numbers have, if you're not putting out first party games. Like, putting, uh, yeah. Here's the here's the thing though. Like, all the games that you have on Game Pass, you can play mm-hmm. somewhere else. It you is, know, for real, for real. And I'm not talking about the first party games that you can play on PC. I'm talking about like the indie games. And I think that I know they want people to play on PC also, but I think that that's might hurt them in the long run. Yeah. Like putting them out day and date on PC. Uh, I think, I've always, I think I've, Sony I've, made I've the always, smart decision there. Yeah. Sony did make the smart decision there, you know, and not, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like the problem, I, I feel like Microsoft's problem is they gave, they gave us a little bit too much of what we wanted because yes, yeah. like, it is always nice to be able to say, "Hey, I've got the subscription service." It's just like it's just like back in the day. Remember when? Net, remember when? Remember when Netflix was legit? Just you know, like well, they still mm-hmm. send you DVDs and Blu-rays oh, yeah. in the mail, right? But remember being able to get them that on day one, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and, and you know, by day one, I mean they were already in the mail sent to you when the when the gate when the when the movies were supposedly shipping to the stores to hit the shelves, right? <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, and you, I, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like, shit. Now, now I'm saying it. I feel like Game Pass is the Netflix of games. You know. Yeah. Uh, and I yeah. think, I, I mean, I wonder if, like, if Sony's PlayStation Plus stuff takes off. I wonder if, like, I mean, we saw the rise of Netflix and how popular it was until it wasn't, right? Like now, yeah, Disney has overtaken them. HBO is catching up. Paramount yeah, Plus Red, is doing its thing, right? Like Redbox, Redbox, Hulu. Hot Minute was eat, was was eating Netflix's lunch. right. It's like, <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah. I, you were doing so well, and then huh? you got greedy, or you know, all these other companies wanted a piece of the pie, and Netflix is stuck with you know, quote unquote, original content. Which I know a lot of people like their original content, but like, you look at someone like Disney who has literally a hundred years of. Yeah, classic things that they can like, throw like on a service. It's like, like real legacy. Yeah, I mean next next year, right? Like we we were talking about this when I was planning our when we were planning our Disney trip. Next year, they're celebrating Disney's 100th anniversary as a company, and so like that's there is literally a hundred years worth of cartoons, movies, shows, whatever. Mm-hmm. Plus everything they've purchased through Fox and. uh marvel and star wars and indiana jones and all these other things that they can throw on there and it's like uh, and like all the sony stuff's gonna come there after its contract is over with netflix and it's like how can how can netflix compete with that you know i know people don't i know a lot of people don't care for disney as a company but like how are you going to compete with that with original content you know your original content has to be fucking good to compete with that and I don't think and, a lot of Netflix's and, and, content is up to par with some of that stuff. Oh, for, I, I, I agree because I mean, you know, like, you know, like, 
I can't think of how many times, you know, like I sit there and I think like, you know, I I don't even hold the Netflix for their original content. That's the that's the sad part because like mm-hmm. if I if I looked at their original content for why I need to hold on to my Netflix subscription, I would have been stopped subscribing mm-hmm. to Netflix. Yeah. Like, I don't I, even I, I don't even remember I, the honestly, last time I was like excited for Netflix original content. Like my wife and I watched Grace and Frankie, but like it was just a show that we had already started watching, right? Or a lot of yeah. the shows we're watching on Netflix are things that we've already watched and we're just continuing to watch. Yeah. You know? And uh, I think, I think, like, and I know this is just kind of like the whole situation, but I think the beginning of the end of Netflix was actually when the whole Kevin Spacey situation and House of Cards had to yeah. revamp their entire thing. Like, yeah. That seems like the 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 point that you point to and be like, this is the beginning of the end of Netflix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, man, good time subscriptions, I guess. Buy them yeah, if you want, I guess. And, and 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 also the fact, one more thing, like Netflix is <laughs> Netflix is being, Netflix is legit being too damn greedy. They're like the fucking they're like the fucking sheriff of Nottingham right now. Like, I know. You Did know, you like, say they're raising their prices again, and they're going to start charging to have extra people on your account? For, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. So stupid. Yeah, like y'all, yeah, y'all make y'all make it real easy. Y- honestly, y'all make it real easy for people to want to pirate y'all shit. Yo, you do. Yeah. Like I mean. I or mean, like, and I'm, not, and I'm not saying keep Netflix cheap, you know, but yeah, like, I mean, there are people out there that remember when Netflix was seven ninety nine. Yeah, I do. Like, <laughs> how do you not, think I survived? Yeah, it's not like it's not like it's not like it's not like it was like it's not like it was that you know, it's not like it was that recent. Like right. shit, like net Netflix Netflix used to, and you know, like, and I get it, you know, like the cost of their servers and everything, you know, because like hell, you got to you got to have these servers. You got to be able to provide the bandwidth for everybody to be watching shit in 4K HDR, you know. You right. Know, you know, for people who spend seventeen ninety nine a month for that stuff, you know. Right. Yeah. So. so, I mean, but yeah, at the same time, you know, like people can get that shit elsewhere or they can get that shit at a better premium. Yeah. It's it's insane. Um. All right. we I know we wanted to talk about this VR stuff real quick. Uh, yeah. I know this is probably going to be a shorter episode everybody but it's because we're trying to cram a lot into one night but uh yeah this this psvr price tag is steeper than i thought it was going to be although i think meta's 1500 dollars headset gave them a lot of wiggle room <laughs> to be oh, honest with you that is true but you know, you know i love i love when stuff like this happens and sony is good at doing this shit sony is good at one-upping people yeah the moment they the moment they decided to like step out you know out of turn and whatnot sony is like oh oh watch us fam <laughs> yeah 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 because uh because no honestly when that when the when 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 meta announced they were raising the price of the oculus 2 but i think what it went up by a hundred dollars yeah but then they had the fucking nerve to put the oculus like 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 pro out for fifteen hundred dollars yeah i was Did like you... and, and like and like specs specs wise is 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 it doesn't even match playstation vr that's what made a lot of sony people worry because it's like uh we don't even have a date for we don't have a date or price for psvr2 and sony has been tiptoeing around how much they're going to charge for this you know like at crossroads we were speculating that it would that it could not cost more than the system yeah like and, we were, we were expecting it was either going to match the price of the system or it was going to be a hundred dollars cheaper than the system. I thought I thought it was going to be four ninety nine was my thought, 
You thought four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I was I was saying I was saying either I was saying three ninety nine or four forty nine. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I, my thought was like, well, I was looking at the specs. I was like, I'm sure they would love it. I was like, first of all, it probably depends on how much the next quest is going to cost. Which, whatever, Facebook fucked that up. But mm-hmm. and I was like, it can't. Even if they go on that, it can't cost more than the system. I think like they can they can get away with it being uh more expensive than the digital only version but yeah i i thought that it was going to be 499 and i the only thing is is like those controllers are super interesting and intense and like just super cool and i know the resolution of the screen is super cool and i know like it's it only requires one usb c cord which is even better than <laughs> the original hookups but like the consideration of like no backwards compatibility, which I get with the controllers and stuff. That's fine. And like some concessions in terms of like, you know, like how the headset is built and stuff. Like I, I just thought they're going to have to bite the bullet and hope people buy, buy games for this thing. Uh, Did you see the horizon bundle that was also announced for five 99? Yeah. For five 99. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is probably Okay. Right, I, I think yeah, I that's think, probably. I, okay. I think so. I, I don't I don't have any beef with that. Yeah, uh, I wonder if it's going to come with some sort of Astro's Playroom type demo at least, like something to like help you figure it out. Yeah, that'd think, be kind of cool. Yeah, I think that. I mean, it works so well with the PS5. I just thought you know that that probably should probably happen with VR too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I've never really messed around with VR. I would probably consider this if I had a PlayStation Five, honestly. Uh, but the, that price tag, man. Yeah. I, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if there if it's going to be a if there's going to be some sort of steep discount at some point for this, like the first one. Prob- it depends. It depends on how. It depends on how well. Um. How how well the user base, uh, you know, interacts with it. Because I think was it was it you guys I was talking to and um in our private like our text chat you and Stephanie or was it the uh the boss rush uh n- writers room because I was talking about how like you know like stuff like this like it it's it's technically bleeding edge you know like technology and and right now like you there like you know like Sony has Sony has to like Sony has to like be banking on like early adopters and you know and people who are just like collectors to like buy this because this is the money they're going to use to put throw back into reach uh, R and D to like make it better you know mm-hmm. and also to be able to help developers that want to develop for you know because there I know it's developer interest you know for 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 VR like it's an it's I don't think it's the next logical step for for gaming, but it no. is a it, 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 it is another road for gaming and stuff like the, that. You the know? thing is, is like VR for gaming is like an accessory, and I think and like I think I mean not necessarily an accessory, but I think a lot of people view it that way still. I and do. that gaming is kind of like the gateway for other technologies and other areas of of work. Like I know VR is like a really big thing in the medical field and training in the medical field, and I think. Uh, Maybe you can correct me on this, but I think the military is starting to use VR for certain things. And uh, yeah. I think using VR to train people in certain things. I know pilots use VR in certain situations, too. Like VR is a really cool thing. And games are kind of like the proving ground, I guess you would say. But it's I, I still think gamers look at it as an accessory. And I think that's why the price tag looks so steep. Um. 
but also we don't have this in our hands. There's a lot of onboard memory for to hold games, right? Like the, the games, you can store the games on the headset. Does it have a hard drive in it or some sort of memory? Or do you have to store them on the PlayStation itself? That I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Because that would be like kind of a big bummer if you couldn't. And I think maybe that's, man, I don't know. Uh, but anyways, I, I think that the PSVR looks cool. When I get a PlayStation, I will consider getting this at some point. Um, I guess I could trade in one of my three switches and my, my one of my two Xboxes for one. <laughs> Which I've actually yeah. considered doing because like, I mean, I'll, I'm going to keep my launch switch because I keep all my launch consoles. But like I have a mm-hmm. switch light that I've turned on twice. For some reason, I have one. I don't know why. I it was like an impulse thing. You know, the sad part is you don't even trade it in. Like I guarantee you, like if you put it for sale, like people will give you damn near asking price. I know, especially with the memory card in it. Like mm-hmm. I have a, I think mm-hmm. I have a one twenty eight memory card in it, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, oh yeah. What is that? What is that? Like eight times more than what they? <laughs> what yeah, they, what, what, I think they it's. Give you I, I think <laughs> I think on board is thirty two gigs. I think on the Switch Lite. Okay. Which is like what Zelda right, and Mario Kart, <laughs> maybe. Right, that, that's four. That's four times. It's four times more. My bad. But, I thought they gave you a. I thought they gave you a sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> but like I, I've been thinking about trading in my. I like my Series S, and it works, and it, it's like great for streaming and like having in my office. But like, I don't need it. I've been thinking about trading in my Xbox One X also at some point. Uh, that's or not selling a launch it. One? what my one x it's the it's the project scorpio edition okay which is like the the launch edition of the x but my 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 switch is uh my switch is the revision too yeah so i don't know i i have a lot of things i could get rid of (laughs) to get one but i've already uh, said that when i get my new switch like my my original switch is getting real broken yeah yeah i thought about doing that to my launch switch at some point um but yeah i mean vr is cool i i really want to play the horizon game i think that looks cool um mm-hmm. i hope they port some of the older games over like i they, they have to have like their own version of beat saber and that kind of thing yeah. right because beat saber is so popular yeah, or, or 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 they might just launch the sequel to beat saber yeah um, beat saber 2 yeah um just beat it um <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, I that price tag though on that Meta Quest Two Pro or whatever—it's ridiculous. Like, like it's, it does like y'all y'all really. Mm. Yeah, and and you know, and you know, I I don't honestly, I I can't honestly say for sure if this price for the PSVR two is ridiculous. <coughs> all, all I know is like all I know is I feel like it's in bad taste. That it's like more expensive than the PlayStation console when like the saturation rate of the PlayStation Five itself is not mm-hmm. where where Sony wants it to be. You know, right. like, Sony is like Sony is like like I think I think for the third month this year, like 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 PS Five has topped the NPD sales. So you know, congratulations, yeah. Sony. Yeah. Congratulations. You know, like you start you're finally starting to like, you know, like take a piece of take take something out of Nintendo's lunch bag there. You know, good job on that. But you know, at the same time, it's like this still doesn't mean like it's where everybody wants it to be, you know. But, you know, good on them. You know, and the fact that they are eight in somehow in this economy, they're able to put systems into people's hands, you know, and they're not and they're and the systems aren't melting down, you know. 
on someone's entertainment stand while they're playing, you know? Right. So, yeah. As a matter of fact, that's have Corey. I don't have. Have you heard anything about like like these first gen consoles? You know, the, the the new the new generation like breaking down. I haven't I, heard a lot I, about that. I mean, I heard there there were some playstations at launch that didn't uh that kind of wouldn't play with certain games like i know returnal a lot of people are having trouble playing returnal for some reason on launch day systems um Mm -hmm. and i know that some launch xbox series x's were like they didn't play discs (laughs) for some reason that's not that's not cool yeah and i know some people like had to turn their consoles into xbox to get them get their drives replaced but i mean that that those those were so few and far between that it wasn't like a it's not like a red ring of death situation you know where like oh my gosh you gotta spend like two billion dollars to fix this problem um but yeah i mean i haven't really heard a lot of things you know except for like controllers launch day controllers getting drift on both consoles too now (laughs) i don't know if you heard about that i have yeah on all on all consoles the stick drift man Oh, what is what is the deal? What is going on? I don't know. I so I still use my launch Joy Cons for my Switch, and they still don't have drift yet. Every now and then, I get scared that I have Joy Con drift going on my Switch, and realize that my that my Joy Con is just being way too sensitive because like I have my I have my thumb on it, but I have a little bit of pressure on it, you know. Yeah. And it trusts me. And it trusts me out sometimes, you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, like the stick drift. Jeez, come on. Yeah. I don't know. It's but that's that's probably why I'm going to spend two hundred dollars on the on the PlayStation Five Pro controller. Oh, you're going to get that. First of all, it'll, it'll be the very first Pro controller I've ever bought for any for any console. You know, mm-hmm. um, and and you know, like I feel like, and it's not even the, it's not even the fact that you know, like I'm getting it because of the first it's the first one Sony has done first party. You know, I I, I I just look at it and I'm like, man, like this is a rugged this is a rugged DualSense controller. It still keeps the elegance of of a DualSense controller. Yeah, I mean it doesn't it doesn't look like a Frankenstein's monster like how the uh, how the uh, the well, the first Xbox one looked like the first one the first one was not oh attractive. the Duke the Duke controller oh no 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 not the, or the Pro I'm controller the first, the first Pro controller oh the Microsoft first had. the the first Elite remember, controller yeah the first Elite controller yeah I yeah it it, mm. it was interesting <laughs> it, the, yeah it it it, it made the Xbox. Uh, controller lose some of his charm basically yeah i just uh i did not get the uh i'm not getting the the control the elite controller until they take the rubber padding off of it i can't i can't do the the rubber padding about the, the current one yeah mm-hmm. so uh i didn't think about that yeah well my my hands are i like I am really sensitive to to rubber, and so like my hands get real dry and crack and bleed and stuff. Oh, that's right. You're the one with the latex problem. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to hit on, or do you want to you want to get on out of here? I think we're good. All right. We talked huh? about a bunch of shit tonight. We did. We did. I like these one-on-one chats, Laron. I know, right? Who needs that Stephanie girl? Mm. You know, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 
No, I guarantee you their oh. episodes are going to get like twice the amount of listens ours to. I write. <laughs> Dude, I've so I have their window open on this side, just making sure everything looks right and is running right. And they like they're just like, I don't know. They're having the time of their lives, aren't they? Girl parties are the best. Why weren't we invited? I guess that was Lumber my part. fault. Actually, Boss Rush Slumber Party. That's what you should call that one. Oh, man. No, that's that, an After Dark title. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's an After Dark title. Yep. All like, right. Like the, like, the, like the kiddos, the kiddos that listen to Boss Rush Podcast, they're not ready for that. No. Oh, man. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. I want to thank everybody for listening or watching the Boss Rush Podcast. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at Boss Rush Podcast. Find all the content on BossRush.net. Uh, Laron, thanks for spending uh, like an hour with me tonight. This was fun. And uh, where can we find you? Just basically look at me up everywhere by looking up Exodus803. Social media, YouTube, mm-hmm. Twitch, mm-hmm. PlayStation Network, Steam, mm-hmm. all those good places. Yes, all the good places. Uh, you can episode find me. 100... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Episode 100 Crossroads Podcast is coming up next. Well, not next, like next, next, but. Well, next by the time week. this by the time this comes out on Patreon, it might be the next one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have we're gonna have some fun, hopefully. Yes, super fun times. Can I come to that? Can I be there? Can I? You want to be there? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to just great. like invite myself, but no, 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 no. For, for real, like you know, what? it'll be the first time we've had six people on the show. Six people. Who's all gonna be there? Well, uh, well, Nellie and Austin are coming back. Ooh. Yep. So it'd be so it'd be me, Stoy, Andre, uh, you. Because were you on our first episode? No, uh, you, it was on the second you episode. In, you were in the second episode, but you were in the background on the first episode because I had not quite gotten the legs yet to start streaming by myself. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I think we actually streamed that first episode to the Bossros channel or something. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. All right. So Nelly, so Nelly and Austin, and you mix mix six. You know, shit. Sweet. And then, you know, and, you know, starting after episode one hundred, we're trying to have like an uh, like a guest on every week on the show, except for except for except for special episodes. So like episode one hundred and one, uh, will be the will will be us coming back to talk about God of War Ragnarok. So I think it'll just be the three of us, unless we get unless we get a really big God of War fanboy up in here. Hmm. Yeah, I wanna I wanna try to do that. I'm trying to do that too. Obviously, like. The last few weeks, besides this episode, we've been trying to have somebody different on every week, mm-hmm. uh, even like new people, right? Like people we haven't had on before. So, yeah, uh, I'm also going to try to do that on Pow Block at some point. Um, but yeah. Oh, also, uh, also Crossroads has a new a new Twitter handle. Yeah. So like if you want to like check if you want to like stay in the know. Or stay in contact with us over at Crossroads. Hit us up on Twitter at Crossroads underscore VGP. Crossroads underscore Video Games Podcast VGP. Nice. You can find me at I am Corey and HG on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Nintendo Power Block and various other things here on the Boss Rush Network. I want to thank everybody for watching and or listening to this episode. Remember to like, subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you listen. Until next time, we love you. Goodbye. Have a good one.